0: I think it's important for folks to know that you can absolutely correlate the dollar impact and the revenue impact from community and the influence that it has.
1: This is Reveal, the revenue intelligence podcast, here to help go-to-market leaders do one thing, stop guessing.
2: If you're ready to unlock reality and reach your full potential, this podcast is for you. I'm Danny Wasserman.
1: And I'm Karina Owens, coming to you from the Gong Studios.
2: Welcome to Reveal.
1: Hello, everybody, and hello, Danny. I hope some of our listeners have community building on their 2023 list because this episode is an absolute masterclass with one of my favorite people. Seriously, guys, she is just a gem of a human being. On this episode, we have our very own Nisha Bakshi joining us. She is the head of the Visioneer community here at Gong, And this episode dives into how community building impacts our favorite thing. Well, one of our favorite things. Revenue. Right, Danny?
2: You got it. So, what was so cool about this episode, I mean, what was so cool? Many things are cool about this episode. A few of my favorite tidbits, and then I obviously want to hear your thoughts too, Karina. One, you can build something in 72 days. We heard exactly how it was done with Nisha's brilliance, so stick around and see how she did it in record-breaking time. The other thing that I found so compelling, we all want community, we all desire community, we strive to be a part of community, and yet, inherently, when you ask someone to define it, it is nebulous and ambiguous and ethereal, and how do you actually, when you say, well, I want something, and then force a confront, what does that look like? We struggled a little bit in defining it, so thanks to Nisha's help, she gave us a blueprint on how to cultivate it, and cultivate it in a way that it doesn't feel squishy or hokey but in fact it feels concrete meaningful and above all else in this economic downturn it's also conducive to as you said revenue what were your thoughts karina
1: you know i've partnered a lot with nisha on many of our abm programs here at gong because we both have the mindset of wanting to connect like-minded people with other like-minded people we started the woman in revenue meetup which happens monthly which that came organically out of the community that Nisha built here. Encourage anybody that is a woman in revenue to join. We It is just such a, such a cathartic group and just amazing conversations are had. And we have lots of amazing AMAs. But really, to wrap that all up before I ramble on and on and on and on about that, Nisha has bigger aspirations for community. And rather than me speaking it on her behalf, I want you to hear it directly from her. Stay, stick around all the way to the end of the episode to hear what community and what she really wants for community, not just for Gong, but overall.
2: All right, DJ, you ready to spin this?
1: Let's get into it.
2: Isha, welcome to Reveal.
1: Thank you so much. Happy
0: to be at Reveal with you two.
2: Oh, my God. So I gather from having talked just a little bit ago, this is kind of a meta experience for you, that having been a Reveal listener with our predecessors, Devin and Sheena, That was one of the compelling reasons you joined Gong in the first Place, right?
0: Yeah. I love listening to the podcast. In fact, when I set up the community, I said, we need to have a widget in the community, like a sidebar of the Reveal podcast so that when people are actually in the community and they're reading content, they can actually be listening to Reveal simultaneously. So you probably have people that are in the community that are spending time and are listening to your podcast through that channel. Cool, right?
2: Any. Anytime you suggest that we have listeners, I get nervous, and then I'm totally in my own head. I was like totally pressure. in the zone, and then <laughs> oh, here you well, are, you elevate the pressure, and now I'm gonna trip over my own words, I mean, it's it only takes. like
0: five hours, really. It's just gonna be like, you know, us three, and then a meet, and then, you <laughs> know, mom. like maybe you're a <laughs> run. Yeah, yeah, <laughs>
2: Esther, if you're listening, I'll see you for dinner. Love you, mom. Okay, all <laughs> jokes aside, Nisha, we're so stoked to have you on the show. I'd love to start and learn a little bit more from the roles that you've historically occupied in marketing before Gong, to then coming yep. here and arguably doing something pretty different, why come and start community in the first place? Let's hear more about that.
0: So I was actually a Gong customer, and I was really just impressed with like the natural ecosystem that the company had built. And I got into community in a, a kind of a fun way. Um, I was actually running a community meetup group for fun. I think in 2008. For almost 10 years, I ran a meetup for startup founders to connect and learn from each other. Um, we had 15,000 people in this group. I did this for fun, by the way, just like on my own time. And I was called SV New Tech. And we'd have like two, 300 people get together the first Tuesday of every month and would talk about like this is the startup when people would do a live demo and then had a fun Q&A. And then, um, you know, when the meetup just started getting bigger and bigger and more people wanted to be a part of that, um, I actually had someone from Microsoft approach me and they said, hey, like, you know, we actually have a job for somebody like you with the skill to to do this kind of full time. Uh, it's in the developer evangelism world. Do you want to take on developer marketing for the whole West region, United States? And I was like, yeah, that sounds really great. Like, I'm happy to work with, with whoever to make that happen. And so, yeah. you know, t- that was t- over 10 years ago and then, You know, I've basically been doing that and infusing community in every role that I've been in ever since. And then when there was opportunity to do it like full time and not just for the developer audience, but for everyone, I was like, well, this makes sense for me. Um, This is just who I am as a person.
1: I can totally echo that. Uh, Nisha, you do just embody community. You're incredibly inclusive. You're incredibly thoughtful. You're incredibly intentional. Um, You know, I think a lot of people when they're talking about community, they think that it necessarily has to be like maybe inside the platform, if you will, or that it needs to be tied to a strict revenue stream. Would you tell our listeners, how is a community set up here at Gong? Yeah, I mean, the way that we
0: think about community is it's really, I mean, first of all, communities have existed for thousands and thousands of years. So it really doesn't matter, you know, the platform or the mechanism in which you actually run your community as long as people can connect to each other about a topic that they care about in a meaningful way. When I first, you know, had this opportunity at Gong, I already thought, well, wow, like, this is an amazing company to join because there kind of already is a community at Gong. There is an intrinsic community that exists that we see of people that love Gong, a sea of people um, that are connecting with each other, that are talking about how much they love Gong, why they love Gong. And there was an opportunity for people to connect on how they actually use Gong. So in marketing, what people address is why. Why do I actually want to use your product? What is it about your product that I can actually use to my benefit, to the company's benefit? But in customer success and and specifically in the community, we answer how. So, okay, cool. I bought it on Gong, I'm gonna use Gong now, but what buttons do I need to press in Gong? And also, how do I hear that from a voice of a customer? So there's like a deeper level of authenticity that you get when a customer who's actually using Gong is like, okay, so my company is this big, this is my role within the company, this was my remit and this is how I use Gong and they'll actually share that. So if you love Gong and you've ever listened or, or watched like how Gong uses Gong, the whole point of community is how visionaries or our customers, how do visionaries use Gong?
1: And that's sort of how you know I, we think about the community. I definitely want to make sure we talk, yep. we touch visioneers, but there was a lot you mentioned about Gong on Gong and how uh, customers of similar sizes and personas connect with each other. Um, you and I coordinate and work together a lot from that perspective, from how do we connect our future customers to our existing customers even. So there is an aspect of Gong community too that doesn't necessarily yep. have to fit in the confines of being a customer already. Can you speak to us a little bit about why you made sure that that was intentional?
0: Totally, I mean, I think this is really important, right? If you are even just considering, you know, from uh, considering buying Gong, you wanna be able to understand, okay, well, I've I've been told that this is what I can do. I wanna see how Gong can actually deliver on that promise. With that in mind, we decided to open up the community to the public in uh, December of last year. And the idea is that people could actually go into Google because people find things in a couple of different ways, but usually it's on Google and they're looking for something and then they can search for what it is they're looking for and they find a community and they see that conversations are organically happening. Um, We actually also have uh, a couple of other programs. So we have a one-on-one matching program. Within Gong, we use something just for Gongsters, so employees, called Donut. So it'll connect you with a new person uh, if you opt in for it every single week. And we actually have that same program for customers and non-customers to join. So people are now saying, who they are, where their role is, what they're trying to achieve, who they want to meet, where they live. And then based on an algorithm, which which I basically created, it now connects people every week based on that. And you can change your preferences. So now people are having authentic conversations, prospects with prospects, customers with prospects, customers with each other, um, basically just connecting with those folks. And we don't have anything to do with it. And because of that, we've had over I think we've had over 1,500 one-on-one meetings that have actually happened as a result of this, which is amazing to see. Um, we're also seeing that people are spending time in the community before they actually become customers. And that's how we're actually able to track, you know, the ARR influence that, that impact. So the hypothesis was people would spend time in the community and then say, okay, this makes sense. Like, I'm like, I'm bought, I'm sold on this message and then end up becoming customers. So oh really, really proud of that.
1: I'm super proud of it, too. And I'm so glad to have been able um, to have experienced some of those, uh, you know, some wins with you as well at market. I think it's just the notion that we're even willing to offer that, Nisha, that other companies don't offer that, right? Like if you want to talk to a reference, you've got to go through this process, and it's got to go through the sales rep, and the sales rep's going to coach you. But I love this idea that you've created where people can just talk to one another. Um, And I've been asked questions by other sales leaders and marketers about, this exact kind of uh, program. They're like, you know, what's the benefit of the customer? I'm like, well, they love to show off their work. They love to show these other people like how good they are at their job, how God has made them like so successful, which that's led to job offers for them. That's led to new networking opportunities for them. That's led to new friendships for them. It really is uh, pretty revolutionary how you've evolved what it means to be part of a community. You know, it's not just a forum um it's really a place that you've allowed people to connect and grow their careers which i think in now today's climate you know you, that can't be understated enough yeah no it's so true i mean
0: where else can you nerd out about gong That's i mean put for- on linkedin but people that not everyone on linkedin cares about that right but in the visioneer community if you go to you know community.gong.io or visioneers.gong.io there are thousands of people here that love Gong just as much as you do. <laughs> and they're like, wow, this is so great. Good job. Love, love hearing how you did that. I mean, I just got off a call for data, like how, how people are leveraging our API and data in order to be able to share the impact of Gong on their sales cycle, basically pulling data into their dashboards for, you know, their Tableau, Looker dashboard, what have you. I um, it's really fascinating to hear how people are doing that. And um, just having a, place to connect and nerd out about it, like that's great.
2: So hearing the words that we've all used to describe community, there's this like really uplifting, endearing connotation to it and the role that you play, no one would ever question each other is mission critical. And yet inherently, even in the conversations we're talking about, there's an abstract nature to community. And we're well, going like, with the abstract nature of what is community? How do you build it? How does it take shape? There isn't a perhaps black and white clearly defined definition yeah. parameter of community. And I say all that as my disclaimer, forgive me, because in economic downturns that Gong certainly is not immune to either, everything in our operating model is now being revisited from a call it economic check and balances standpoint, because we also have an obligation fiduciarily to be profitable. So i'm curious when you think about we've done this amazing work that everyone's so jazzed about yeah. we get all nerd out together when the cfo says hey but like what is the business value of this investment mm-hmm. talk to us a little bit about how you extrapolate those dollars and cents from the abstract nature of community
0: i think it's important for folks to know that you can absolutely correlate the dollar impact and the revenue impact from community and the influence that it has so i shared earlier uh one of the things is you know tracking who who's actually joining and spending time in the community before they end up becoming customers. So that's a touch point, right? We're seeing that people, they spend at least, you know, two and a half, three minutes in the community. And then you can actually see the activity that they've done. And then they end up becoming a customer roughly, you know, six, eight, 10 weeks later. You can understand that you can extrapolate data from the support. So I actually follow a model called SPACES. So that stands for support, product, acquisition, content, engagement, and success and there are KPIs that are associated with each of them. So when you think about the S essence spaces, which is support, we think about, okay, well, how can community scale? So instead of someone going to support, is there case deflection? Is there money that we're saving? Because people aren't going to support first and asking their question, but communities are even able to answer questions for each other. So there's a revenue impact there. In fact, one of the things that we were able to do almost right away, is people were are actually going to support and are submitting product requests. That's not a good place to submit that. And that also has a dollar value associated with that. Now, what if we took all of that and, and filtered all of that in the community? Well, I can tell you the exact number of thousands of dollars of money that Gong has saved because now they're using the community just to get product feedback. And then, so I talked about acquisition from a pre-sales perspective, the number of new customers, the number of touches that we've had, because of that. We also have um, all of our meetups are actually open to the public. So we actually have had people that are connecting on topics that ha- maybe have nothing to do with golf. Like the women in revenue meetup, people are just other women that wanna connect with each other on topics that they care about because it's a smaller community of sales professionals. And a woman had actually attended several meetups and then became a customer that's really great it's really cool to be able to track that and to see that and then finally i sit in customer success because i'm always thinking about you know expansion opportunities our north star is you know ngr nrr and so when we're actually putting out you know content or we're thinking about what are ways that pe- the community can actually influence like content and those conversations we think about okay well we know yeah you know, we want people to be spending more time in the product Specifically, this product that we know will be really sticky in the platform. How do we actually have customers share that content so that other customers will actually start mimicking that? And then we see that as a leading indicator. And then the lagging indicator is that they renew. Or even putting together a quest hey, you've been using Gong for six months now. You've been using Gong for a year now. Here is how we think you should continue to use it. Or hey, let's run an experiment. And let's put people who we think are like super, oh my gosh, we love Gong, Gong is the best ever, in the same group, um, in the same segment of the business as another group that is also in the same segment of the business that, you know, we're not seeing the same level of product adoption and stickiness. What if we put them together, create a set of experiences, content, programming, engagement, AMAs, put them together and see how the, how let's call it a green group, influences this yellow group. Can we turn them green? That's awesome, and being able to track that and be able to see that with our ops team, of course, like can't do this on my own. I mean, I'm building some Salesforce, you know, reporting and dashboards by myself, but the ops team really helps a lot with this. So anyway, you can track a lot,
1: and it really does make a big difference. Brands that invest in community see a direct correlation to their bottom line and, according to McKinsey, there are plenty of other benefits for brands that decide to invest in their communities. Another recent study found that brands that get a community up and running successfully see that more than 75% of that content within its community is not only about their brand, it is user-generated. Furthermore more than 4% of online traffic is converted to sales. All right, have we convinced you with enough data points yet? Community is worthwhile, folks. Let's dive back into it Nisha to hear more about the impact that community can have on your brand.
2: Well, I like that we're touching on so many different layers of this, as I said before, abstract, amorphous community that we all want. We've all been parts of community in the past. We're all seeking to either enrich or if we have a deficit of community, join a community that is exactly as you've described. So we're getting a little bit of what is it, we're getting a lot more about why it's important. And we're certainly going to double click into eventually, if you're a leader out there listening to reveal how to do this on your own. I do want to make sure that we touch on something that you've mentioned, because there's a lot of buzz around visioneers. So tell us in the latest sort of, I don't know, instantiation of Gong's community, what's up with the visioneers? How can we be a part of it? shed light on that topic.
0: Totally, yeah. I mean, historically, we've called all of our customers raving fans, uh, but that's a privilege that we have to earn. Gone has to earn that. You can't just sign on the dotted line a contract and then you automatically become a raving fan. And so, you know, we look at this group of people before you're a raving fan, you're a visioneer. Like you are a visionary and you are a pioneer. You're a person who has this idea that revenue intelligence can actually impact your company in a meaningful way and so you know as as gong has grown at a pretty astronomical rate over the past couple of years we're seeing more and more types of opportunities for our customers to you know heat our webinars or to take classes in the academy or to be part of our uh, a customer advocacy motion and almost every company has this there's different places where they can learn connect engage um, within the ecosystem and our idea was How can we bring that all together in one place? So that's visioneers.com.io. And also, how can we do that in a way that people feel connected? Because they don't don't look at themselves as like, oh, well, I'm a customer and I need to learn this, so I need to go to the docs and the help center and learn that. Oh, like I want to connect with someone, so I should probably go to the community I need to go here. What if that entire experience was customized and personalized just for you and it was in one place on one website? And so we've built the first version of that. We're going to continue to build off of that. Uh, But that is the dream is for our visionaries to to be with them through their entire journey with Gong and to serve them up events and experiences and content and programs that just make sense for them.
1: You certainly touched on, Isha how community impacts every sector of the organization, marketing, sales, product, customer success, uh, et cetera. Um, I would love to know, because I have talked to so many people that want to start this up at their own companies, but they get confused about where does community fall under? Who should they report into? You've talked a lot about the success metrics that you can show to prove real business value um, and impact. But could you talk to us a little about who have been your key stakeholders or even key yep. lessons you've learned along the way as you've built this from the ground up here at GOG?
0: I think the big lesson here is, and the big thing to take away is, okay, what are you trying to solve for? Right, like that. We always ask that question. Everybody asks this question all the time. And every meeting you're in, you're like, okay, hey, what are we solving for in this meeting? And that's the same with community: is what is your business trying to make an impact in? And so I, I think that there's, you know, essentially two different types of communities. Uh, I'll put it in two buckets. So like a pre-sales community and a post-sale community, right? So the pre-sale community almost existed before I even joined Gong. Right, like all these people are connecting. They love Gong. They're really excited. They're sharing how using Gong has sort of it, it impacted themselves, their lives, all of that. When you are a smaller company, when you're looking at category creation as a play and you're trying to build a community around that, um, there, I mean, there, there's two major things you have to do is you have to build, you know, content, meaningful content that makes sense. And then you have to connect people that care about that same topic to each other to sort of in essentially create a movement. In that particular case, in an earlier stage company, that, that is a definitely a marketing motion, and that should definitely sit in marketing. And for us, with what the Gong community was when we started it was, we already had thousands of customers, and they actually had an appetite to connect with each other on how they wanted to use Gong. And we thought this is a great opportunity to scale customer success. And so, you know, Amit Iran, who was our, our COO at the time, was getting all all these messages about, hey, like I want to meet other customers like myself. And so then we decided, look, let's create a best practice community and connect those customers to each other. And then after a few months, we realized, hey, there's a, actually a pretty big pre-sale benefit to opening it up to the public and also having people that are curious, are revenue intelligence curious, having them participate and sort of, you know, bring it them into the fold. So um, so that's kind of how we set it up. And, you know, I I actually wrote, um, Uh, an article on like the 90-day community. So it actually, it took from the time that I got the keys to our software platform to when I actually launched the community was 72 days. Um, And to work with a lot of, like to answer your question, a lot of different stakeholders, about a hundred different. So I joined Gong at roughly like employee 500. um, And I had to speak to at least, I actually counted and I thanked all of them, 100 different Gongsters to launch the community. So 20% of our company was involved In launching the community so everyone from all of the different functions that you stated Uh, but i work most closely i would say with our education and training team and customer success Um, and i worked a lot with our customer marketing team so and our ops team as well thinking about where this started
2: hundred gongsters were part of erecting the house that nisha built the temple of the community that is the visionaries and gongsters is there an aspect, as you think about everything that is now included in that entire ecosystem, is there one an aspect that you're most proud or excited about, Nisha?
0: Yeah, I mean, the idea around a community is that people that care about the same things are connecting on topics that they care about. This is a pitfall story, but also that kind of turned into something really wonderful. Is I remember thinking, God, Now that we've got this amazing community, wouldn't it be really cool if we had like a head of sales meetup where all of these like sales leaders are on their own, just like running this meetup and connecting with each other. And I met this really incredible woman who was active in the community already, who was a head of sales at the time. And I had said, hey, like, would you be interested in running this meetup? And she had said to me, actually, I met my best friend in the Gong community, and that was when we were doing in the one-on-one matching program that I was sharing, and she said, and we actually wanted to come to you and start a women in revenue meetup. Like, we wanted to ask you if you'd be for that. And I said, wow, like, that sounds awesome. Yeah, go do that. Like, the community should always dictate the programming of what's happening. It's not about what Gong wants. It's not about us. It's about what is most impactful to the community, and that's how you make the biggest difference. And so these two women, they started this women in revenue meetup and all of these women get together every month and they talk about their challenges and things that work wonderfully and things that don't and it's really amazing to see how they help each other they mentor each other um a woman had wrote this wonderful post was like if it wasn't for this meetup then I wouldn't have had like the courage to share some of the challenges that I've had with leadership and now I'm speaking a podcast and I closed my first deal like, that's amazing. And I even shared earlier today and reveal that people that are going to this Women in Revenue meetup are all now becoming a customer. And they're not talking about Gong all day. I mean, they can't if they want to, but they're not. And and that's actually how Karina and I, you know, became friends and connected is because she's the Gong sponsor for the meetup and actually helps this meetup continue to grow and flourish. And there's hundreds of women in it and it's just really wonderful. It feels really nice to see that, you know, this is this is something that was born out of that idea a long time ago.
1: Well, Nisha, thank you. And I think it speaks to you how, you know, really a community should be able to almost run itself, right? Like you said, like you want them to be having conversations with each other. You want it to be organic. You want it to be natural. And you've put all the right pillars in place and you got all the 100 Gongster inputs and you've made this happen and it's accessible, not just for Gong customers, but for everyone now, which is, the ultimate goal for me of community right is everybody feels like they can belong and have access and i i do love the women in revenue group and i always get asked every time i invite someone like a sure just be a gone customer? like it has nothing to do with it this is just for women to come share their stories to and talk through and it's amazing uh the confidence that they end up walking away from those meetups from and we do we use it as a pre-sales motion as well um i mean we've had people that are on their path to become a customer and they come on and they're incredible speakers with vast talents. I'd love to shout out to Demetria Elmore from uh, GoDaddy, SVP of Sales. She came on and she just blew up the sure. chat. I mean, everybody loved hearing her stories and sharing her expertise, but it, was, it wasn't it was because of Gong that she wanted to do it, right? Like it was because of the intention behind the community of Women in Revenue a Meetup that you helped create, Nisha, at Gong. So thank you for letting us be part of that. It is my my greatest honor, really. Well, Nisha, you've listened to the show. You probably knew this was coming. Maybe you might have forgotten, but we only have one final question Uh for you. (laughs) And it's the same question we ask all of our guests. Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. Okay. If you were to describe sales in one word, what word would that be? Relationships. Of course, the community
0: person would say relationships. <laughs> but, that's <laughs> it's, but that's what it's about, right? I mean, how many times have people have said, you know, I have love Gong and it worked really, you know, wonderfully and I worked with the salesperson and then I went to this other company and then I rolled it out again. And it's yeah. because, it, of course, it's because of the product, but it's also because of the relationships. Relationships matter and community is, you know, one of the ways to kind of facilitate those initial relationships and also help grow them so relationships
1: thank you so much for joining us on reveal i'm going to be sharing this out like crazy because i think you've given us like a playbook of how to successfully launch start and scale a community so on behalf of danny and i thank you so much for joining us today yeah thank you karina thank you danny
2: thanks nisha thanks so much for listening to this episode of reveal If you want more resources on how revenue intelligence can help you create high-performing sales teams, head on over to gong.io. And if you like what you heard, give us that five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you may listen.